hidey ho we made it to a new year. Happy New Year. And that means it's time for a new podcast. Because <laughs> I Have To podcast, where living your dream is the only option. We're up to, I believe, episode 11. Wow, has it really been 11? Time flies. It sure do. Especially when it was such a great year. Oh my God, the best year yet. We have our next guest, which is Mary Lou Rodriguez, who is a passionate, badass hypnotherapist committed to healing our world one client at a time. I understand how to have somebody really step into who it is that they're being called to be, to get over their fears, to get over their doubt, to get over whatever it is that's holding them back and helping them step into courage, helping them step into the person that they're meant to be while they're here. And we're going to find out how in the world does she do all that kind of magic? No kidding. Is she truly a magician? Hmm. Hold on. Mary Lou thrives on being of service, giving her full and considerable attention to each person. And I hope you will give her very valuable attention right now. Welcome, Mary Lou. Ah, hello. Hi, Julie. Hi, Jason. We, we finally got hello. you on. <laughs> yes. I'm going to say we made right timing. It's the right timing. Yes, that's of right. Course. Absolutely. Exactly yeah. the right timing. So, um, of course, our podcast is about finding your dharma, finding your dreams, uh, what you should be doing. And you have a great story on how you became a hypnotherapist. If you wouldn't mind uh, telling us exactly what happened, your path of leading you to where you are now. Right, right. Okay. So I actually went to see a hypnotherapist and I found her on Groupon. And I'm being totally honest. I found her on Groupon almost five years ago. And I went to see a hypnotherapist because I'm in recovery and I wanted to stop drinking. And that was my first exposure to hypnosis. And you guys just interrupt whenever you have questions because I can <laughs> yeah, go sure. on and on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, st- I'm just, I'm intrigued. So please continue. Well, yeah. what, what made you, uh, if I could ask first, yeah. what made you, a lot of people I think don't know much about hypnotherapy or hypnosis. What made you think like, wow, this might be something for me. And I might as well look on Groupon to find it. Right, right, exactly. So I had tried everything to quit drinking. And I think, I can't remember exactly, Julie, what it was, but I think I just happened to see a hypnotherapist on Groupon. And I thought, why not? Why not? I had no clue, no clue at the time where it would lead. And Did so, you have any info at all? Like just literally zero? You're like, hypnotherapy? No idea. Let's try it. Or was right. it like, like, wow. Yep. Yep. That I was incredible. I was that desperate. <laughs> that wow. was that, no, I, I, was that desperate. I get it. That's cool. I'm into yeah. it. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So no clue whatsoever. And I went to see the hypnotherapist and she was a badass. And I actually learned an incredible amount from her. But at the time when I went to see the hypnotherapist, I had no idea that I would be practicing hypnotherapy. All I wanted to do was quit drinking. And she basically told me, she's like, Mary Lou, alcohol is a problem, but it's not why you're drinking. And so we dove underneath and we found those core wounds for why I was drowning out in alcohol and we healed them and I quit drinking. Wow, that's pretty wild. How long did that take, you know, from your first time, I guess? Yeah. 
talking with her meeting back in the day when we used to meet up in person. With right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, no, I think it took about 10 to 15 sessions to really get into my subconscious mind and reprogram my beliefs around my worth and my past and the trauma that I ex- experienced. And yeah, so that is, that's how I was exposed to it. And it was and such would, a beautiful experience. Yeah, sorry. Wow. And you would credit uh, hypnotherapy or hypnosis for your recovery? Pretty much. I mean, I did do AA, but I was committed to to hypnosis. And wow. um, yeah, yep. That's so thought- cool. It's amazing, like just confronting something that you're that's like an unknown. And then all of a sudden, it totally just everything just out of the water. It really did. Like, I really thought it was because I drank. Like, I didn't right. realize that there was all of this stuff underneath that, that I addressed. And I was ready to address. I was ready to stop running and wow. and start living. And that's what I did. I love that. That's incredible. Aww, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. And it wasn't until uh, my mom. So I know Julie knows a little bit about how I, uh, how I decided to practice hypnotherapy, but I had been sober six months and my mom had a stroke and she went into a coma. My mom was in a coma for two years and about a year into her coma, and I was her primary caregiver, my sister and I were. So we took care of our mom like 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Wow. And um, during that time, I remember I remember exactly the moment where I was looking at her. She, we, we took care of her in her room, in her master bedroom, in her home, but she was in a hospital bed. And I was lying on this little cot staring at her. And I looked at her and thought to myself, what if I could talk to the deepest parts of my mom's mind and hypnotize her to come back to waking consciousness? And the next day I, I enrolled in the Northwest Hypnosis Institute here in Portland, Oregon. And the, right <laughs> that on. is how my journey really began with hypnosis. It was really to hypnotize my mom to come back. Wow. That is unreal. Yeah. See, I, it- I've, I know nothing about it. So I'm just like, okay, wow. Yeah, I want to, if you can explain for people who really, I think a lot of people are fearful of hypnosis. They think you're going to control them. You think of the guy dangling his pocket watch saying you're going to be very sleepy. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mind control. I'm going to make them do something. I'm going to make them do something they don't want to do. That is the biggest fear, the biggest misconception that's out there. But really what it is, the science behind it, this is so incredible, you too. I mean, I just love that I get to do this all day long, is that really, you know, I say that hypnosis is a gift because we're able to tap into more of your mind and more of your potential. And what I mean by that is that we use 5% of our brain. And in hypnosis, I'm able to tap into the other 95% of who you are, into your beliefs, into your long-term memories, into your habits. And that's kind of where we do the reprogramming, the upgrading, the rewiring, the brainwashing, whatever it is that you want to call it. It's when you're deeply relaxed. So hypnosis is a state of focused awareness. And you fall into hypnosis very easily, very naturally. I take you through a series of exercises where I say, open your eyes and close your eyes. Just things to exercises to relax your mind and your body, to get you into a deeply relaxed state. And then we start the reprogramming. Wow. That is incredible. So like they're, so, I mean, I'm obviously they're aware. It sounds so at least. simple. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, yeah, go ahead, Jason. What were you going to yeah, ask? No, so, so they're like, obviously, they're not like fully, fully there and aware, but obviously aware enough to like. Well, how, able how, to... Yeah. How yeah. out of it is a person? Yeah. yeah. They are hypnotized. And can everyone become hypnotized? Yeah. Yeah. So how out of it they are really depends on how relaxed they can be. So some people, what I mean by that is some people have never have never done any kind of meditation, have never quieted the mind. You know, mm. I work with a lot of attorneys, a lot of sales professionals who are, are just type A personalities, go, 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 go. And so non-stop. when I'm working nonstop, and so when I'm working with them, it, it does take a little bit more time and effort to get them to relax. But if they listen to the sound of my voice, and if they follow my instructions, they will go into relaxation, they will go into hypnosis. And for the most part, everybody that I've ever worked with, as far as I know, has been hypnotized. Everybody thinks that they can't be hypnotized, but they truly can. If you just relax and follow the instructions, then you just are naturally going to go into hypnosis. We go from beta brainwave state, which is what we're in right now, and we start to our brainwaves start to slow down. And as our brainwaves slow down, we become more relaxed. And yeah, you're still aware, Jason. So yeah. you're, you know, you, you can, you, re, you can remember everything that happens during the hypnosis session. Right. And most people yeah, you're, do. You're not looking at the, uh, the turning, uh, black and white. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. And there is no brain control. And I mean, yeah. I just, I'm not that powerful. Plus you have a part of your brain that will not allow you to do anything that goes against your core values. But you know, it's like to practice hypnosis, you have to, well, I believe that you have to have so much integrity because I understand body language. I understand tone of voice. I understand when somebody's looking a certain way, if they're telling the truth, you know, we call it NLP. You know, it's like, I understand what words I can use if I were not an integrity that could not, not when they're in hypnosis, you know, just by talking to somebody, we can make them wrong, really easily by oh yeah so there's a there's an element of persuasion that's involved and And is that what you learned by going by going to that school or is that something you were gifted with no you definitely learn it yeah I wasn't gifted with that I do have certain gifts which is why I am so badass at what I do but I think my mom (laughs) my mom really is behind I mean because you know we talk part of the reason why you're having me on your program is because I am living my dharma and it is because of my mom that I began practicing hypnotherapy if she hadn't gone into the coma I would have never really found my path in the way that I've found it and I really look at she gave me the best gift that she could. Like she put me on my path of purpose and I am so grateful. Yeah. No kidding. Oh my gosh. And did you feel that you, that you ended up connecting with her subconsciously while she was in a coma? That's, that's the thing, Julie, is that I never needed hypnosis to talk to my mom. Mm. I never did. That's deep. That is deep. I love it though. I mean, that's really, wow. Yeah. I like stuff like that. That's cool. You know, so I do, Jason, I feel like, you know, my mom is very much a part of this gift that I have to really tap in, to really be able to help people transform their lives, to really help people live in their potential. Like I, I get it. And I understand how to have somebody really step into who it is that they're being called to be, to get over their fears, to get over their doubt, to get over whatever it is that's holding them back and helping them step into courage, helping them step into the person that they're meant to be while they're here. I feel like I have the best job in the world. I really do. (laughs) No kidding. I'm so inspired by you. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) 
Maybe slow down and let us help out the people too, huh? Are you going to save anybody for us to help? Uh, yeah, that's incredible. Oh, oh, oh. Seriously, I really, Thank that's you. I love that. That's You're welcome. That's now, awesome. Did you have any kind of psychology background? Because it's really, you know, it's interesting how it's hypnosis, but there's really such a therapeutic part of it. Yes. Yes, I did not. I mean, I was, I started fresh. I really did. And to be honest with you, like, I just want to share this because I'm a badass now, but I, I did not receive my certification the first time I did hypnosis. So you have a six month, there's so many hours that you need in the state of Oregon in order to be certified. And I didn't have enough hours because I was caring for my mom at night and I couldn't get up and go and on the weekends to class when I needed to. So I didn't have enough hours. So I didn't pass. I did not pass my and did not receive my certification the first time around, but I didn't give up. I did not give that's up. No, huge. you didn't. That's, that's very huge. That's uh, monstrous, uh, like in the most positive way. That's great. Yeah, I just wow. had this self-determination that I knew. I knew that there was something out there and I didn't know what. That is so cool. What would you say was, I mean, you had such determination, uh, you you probably came across some obstacles while you're pursuing your dream. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. And what were they? Yeah. When I first opened my practice, I, I tell I tell my clients this because of what, whatever way that it comes up. But when I opened my practice, I had 69 cents in my bank account. Like that is, I took a picture of that. That's no oh, joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's that pretty is... <laughs> wild to have that open up a practice, but also you have to be confident like, hey, welcome. I have 69 cents in my bank. That's right. Yeah. I hope you pay That's your right. bill at the end of this hour. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely, yeah. Please oh, man. pay. Julie, I had to do so much work on my money mindset because I, you know, I just did. I, I, I didn't know my worth when I started, but I wouldn't give up. I knew, I knew that, that I was being called and I knew that I just needed to keep going. Just keep going, Mary Lou. And the other thing that really helped when I first started my practice is that I lived in my mom's home still. So even after she passed, I lived in her home and I, I just, that's all I did is I studied, I practiced, I knew I was going to become the best at what I do. Like I knew, I kept telling myself from the very beginning, I'm a badass hypnotist, even though I wasn't, I kept telling myself what I wanted to wow. be. Did you always have this kind of confidence in your life? No. Yeah. No, 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 I didn't. All of a sudden it blossomed. It just blossomed. And I think a lot of it had to do with realizing that I was given this, you know, this opportunity in the, in the way that it came about was so crazy. Right. So I just felt like I am being called to make a difference in this world. And so I just have to keep moving forward no matter how hard it is. And it was God. hard. Yeah. I, I, I could imagine. I'm so happy you did, by the way. Jeez. <laughs> Did, did, did any of this come be, like before you stopped drinking too? I'm just curious. Like, did, did you ever have any type of knowingness or feeling of some sort when when you were drinking still? Yeah. So I relapsed. I had a I had a relapse, and I don't normally I don't talk about that very often because I I had a lot of shame around that. But the thing is, is that I'm sober now, and I'm sober. Let's see. 16 months now of continuous oh God, sobriety. So, so when I was drinking, like I, oh, I can't even see you as like a big drinker. Oh my gosh, Joey. Like I want to be like, let's go party because you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was a big drinker. I was a crazy, like when I would drink, it was days I would go on 
benders. And that was, that was my life. Yeah. When I relapsed and I decided to quit drinking again, I knew that I needed to do something different than last time. So not only did I do self-hypnosis, I also returned back to AA and really worked a strong program. I got a sponsor. I started going to meetings every day. And the biggest key for me with the program was that it held me accountable. It was really accountable for my actions. So I started to learn to take responsibility. And I just, I just love this program because it really helped me do something that no other program did, which was to stay sober. And that combined with the hypnosis. Yes. Both of them together are so powerful because you're reprogramming your beliefs because again, it wasn't about drinking. It was around the trauma of my mom being gone and what that meant for me, all of these fears that came up. And I just used an old, um, old programming, an old way of, of, of processing and dealing with with emotions. And that old way was through alcohol. And today I do something completely different when I'm in pain or when I feel fears. But I am grateful to the program. It really has helped me. That's wonderful. Yeah, no kidding. That really is wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. What do you think caused you to have like a slip up when you were on such a yeah. Such a strong path. Oh, I know. It was and this is where I get a little choked up. It was when my mom actually passed that I oh, that I relapsed. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, one percent that's understandable minimally. I mean, come on, that's yeah. that's a that's a tough thing. And and I okay. It was tough. And I have learned. I learned. Boy, did I learn from that. And I'm just one of those people that cannot drink. And and that's a belief that serves me. I, I can never drink alcohol again. And I'm okay with that. I'm yeah, okay with well, that. the fact that you even have the realization there of like, you know what? I just can't do that anymore. Like that, uh, that's huge. It is that's huge. way huge, yeah. And if I drink, and I know this isn't about drinking, but you know, if I drink, I lose everything. I do. I lose this incredible, amazing life that I have created and built. And there's no way that I can maintain the kind of drinking that I do and this incredible life. Like I would just lose it all. Wow. Yeah, you'll go back to the 69 cents. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Did you not have money because you spent so much money on booze? No, I didn't. I, that's a really good question. That Yeah, no, I mean, in part, yeah, did I spend money on booze? But I just didn't have, like my mom, when she passed, bless her heart, she didn't have anything in order. Everything went to my stepdad. And I was bitter about that for a while. Like I felt like, gosh, mom, you know, but the thing is, it's my job to take care of myself. It's not my mom's job to leave me an inheritance. It's my job to really, you know, pull myself up by my own bootstraps, create my own foundation. And that's what I've done. <laughs> yeah. No so how kidding. do you feel? Do you think, you know, that's an interesting idea that after your mom passed and did not leave you money, is that is that when your money mindset changed for the better, maybe because you took responsibility? Yeah, no, it didn't change for the better uh, for a long time. Uh, it didn't change for the better until almost March of 2020 is when it started to change for the better. So I was wow. making incredible money, but I also wasn't charging my worth. And so it was, and what I mean by that is that, you know, I mean, now I, I mean, it's like, I charge a lot of money now for five sessions. And before I was charging $75 for two hours, you know, of my time, which seems, oh, you know, I mean, it's, that's a lot of money, but compared to what I, I just, I just didn't have the tools in place. And I didn't believe that I could really be rich. I didn't believe that I could be that. that is so and now cool. you do. And now oh my you gosh. Do. 
Now, no was idea. it because of COVID? Because you said March this yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I ended up joining this program and it really helped me understand where it was that I was getting mucked up because I was doing a lot of things right. But there was one big thing that I was doing really wrong. The money or the chart? The chart yeah, with the, the, right with the money. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was just that, you know, I kept focusing on what I didn't have with money, like on my bills and and on, you know, what I didn't have and what wasn't in my bank account. So if you were to ask me now, if I had 69 cents in my bank account, what would I say? I would say, oh, my gosh. I have 69 cents in my bank account. I'm not in the red. You know, 69 cents can lead to something else. And I don't know what that something else is, but I trust. Absolutely. If you write a book, do you think you'll call it 69 cents? Just giving you some <laughs> oh ideas. Oh my God, you have to. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh and my. Then I love there with 69 I, cents. I know. I love 50 cents. I do. I love 50 cents. But no, I mean, I haven't even thought about a book yet, Julie. Not yet. Huh. Just saying. Thank you. We'll Start either. some notes. Yeah. 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 Not yet. I mean, as, but I'm open. I just haven't really thought about what that would look like. And I don't know if we, I mean, I've mentioned it on the podcast of that we actually met in this transformational coaching program with my sense, my sensei. Yes. Is that the right terms? My sensei. Yes, 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 yes. Your sensei. Yep. Yeah. Sensei. Sensei. Yeah. I got it wrong. See, my sensei. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Um, our our mentor. Yeah, I'm happy to talk about it. I just wasn't sure that Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, no. And it's good. definitely a program where we've learned a lot about self-worth and believing in yourself. Oh my gosh. I once had a hot seat with my sensei. I remember that. <laughs> and he was like, do you trust yourself? And I said, yes, I do, Jim. Well, yes, you I remember trust yourself that. more. And I was like, <laughs> hey, Jim. I, I do remember that, Julie. And I remember thinking she doesn't. <laughs> I'm I'm still working on it. No, no, it's not. It's not. Please. I'm sorry. I, I Yeah. No. I mean, there's that's why we're there to grow. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. definitely a growing And that was also sure. way back when, too. I mean, who knows where you are now, Julie? That's, I mean, obviously, yeah. I've got a podcast. I know. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. Yeah, that's Hello, right. Hello, everybody. Yes, you Hello. are taking action. So what advice would you give people? There's a lot of people searching. I mean, would you say that finding your dharma kind of came out of nowhere, like not where you expected it? For me, it did. I mean, if you would have told me that I would become a hypnotist. You know, I, I just, you know, I just wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't have put it together. But really, it's, you know, I think, because I get asked this question a lot, I think it's really like, understanding what it is that you enjoy doing. And how can you connect to that thing that you enjoy in a bigger way, just like what you're doing, Julie? I mean, who knows where right. this can lead? Like Obviously, it's going to be huge. Yes. Obviously. Hello, you're That's at the beginning. Right. You're going to be like, yo, alumni over here, Rodriguez <laughs> right. in the house. That's right. That's right. I know. Because <laughs> that's, Julie, like that is what we, you know, it's like we live in possibility. We live in our potential, you know, and that is the truth. That's where I live today, in possibility. And I help others do that. So kudos to you, sister, for and Jason, for starting this, this, this well, beautiful you. podcast. Yes, well, thank, thank you, you so much, Mary Lou. Yeah. Uh, we are at the uh, greatest part of the program. Are you ready? It's the it's five o'clock somewhere on the Cause I Have To podcast. Aww. Mary Lou. Yes. I hope you're buckled up. Are you ready? It's five quick questions. 
Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Question number one, your biggest guilty pleasure. Oh, Ugh. Uh, do you guys have salt and straw? It's like $13 for a pint of ice cream. Yeah. It's oh. ridiculous. Jason loves ice cream. I don't Yeah, care. I love it. I, we do have it. Yeah. I love it. That All is right. a good answer. Okay. Question, question two, number two. Jason. Favorite place on earth? Mm, the ocean. Yes. Oh. I like question it. number three. Now, it's very telling, but what would you name your boat if you had one? Redemption. Oh. Ooh. You're on your feet with these. Okay, <laughs> number four. <laughs> if you can know the absolute and total truth to one question, what question would you ask? Is there an afterlife? That's oh, a I good like question. It. I like Question it. number five. Your five-year-old self is sitting in front of you. What do you say to her? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see me because I like my hands just went up and I would be like, I would just tell her how incredible she is and to keep believing in herself and to keep moving forward and to keep loving herself and, and that she's amazing and that she's wanted and the world needs her. Definitely. That's one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life. Thank you. The world needs you, Mary Lou. <laughs> no kidding. Holy Toledo. Thank you for playing our it's five o'clock somewhere on the oh. I Have To podcast. <laughs> Mary Lou, you've been a joy. Uh, you are doing so much good. We love oh you. God, unreal. You are just helping so many people. Your energy is fantastic. And it if really people, is. If people would like to reach out to you to uh, check out your hypnotherapy, how can they get a hold of you? Yes. So my website is lifeguidancehypnosis.com. I'm going to be changing it to Mary Lou Hypnotizes You. Uh, but my IG, you can find me on IG at Mary Lou Hypnotizes You. Your voice hypnotizes me. You have a great voice. Oh, hey, if you guys ever want me to come back and do a hypnosis session for your peeps on finding their dharma, I would oh. love to. Oh, oh that would be amazing. Gosh. I would, that would love be to. Unreal. It would be Let's so get much her booked. fun. <laughs> I would have so much fun. This, yeah, yeah, I would love to do it. Oh, that's great. Awesome. We will definitely have you back, Mary. Seriously, we Aww. really will. You've been such a pleasure. Unreal. It's just like, I just, I love the feeling of your vibe and just your spirit and just how you are. It's incredible. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank I'm you. Really happy at what you do. I mean, what? Another success story. My gosh. <laughs> Seriously. Oh. It's well, just thank it's incredible. You. Thank you for I love it. Yes. You thank you for being truly, I just love you. And oh, thank you, lady. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you. Thanks for listening to the Cuz I Have To podcast. The best way you can help us is share the show. Tell people about it. Also, subscribe, like, leave us a great review wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us on Instagram at Cuz I Have To Podcast and email us, especially if you know someone living their dharma and you think they'd be a great guest on the show. It's Cuz I Have To Podcast at Gmail. And oh, we do love those voice messages. You can leave us one at anchor.fm slash Cuz I Have To. Keep living those dreams, friends, because you have to. Till next time. Bye.